Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How are you doing, GR Dad? I'm okay. It's Saturday night. GR Dad said, we should do a podcast. Yep. I said, what should we talk about? He's like, I don't know. We got stuff. So here it is, the No Rules Podcast. There There's no go. cocktail of the week. In fact, let me start with that, actually. My, uh, so I haven't talked about this too much, actually, on any of the podcasts, uh, so I had mentioned I'm, I was signed up for a whole bunch of races that were going to be this fall. Uh, I was going to actually do five marathons in seven weeks. It was going to be a record. But it literally, with one race in the next spring, would have let me set a world record for the fastest time to completion of the world marathon majors. So I was going to run Boston, London, Berlin, Chicago, New York marathons, all within seven weeks. And then Japan, yeah, Tokyo in the spring. Uh, but of course, all those marathons, except for London, weirdly, have been canceled. It's not London, happening. Come what on. the heck, guys? It's not like the UK is doing better than other places in shutting, controlling this. Yeah. Also, like, I couldn't go anyway, mm. right? So, like, regardless of if they cancel it, I can't go. You could go quarantine for two weeks. Oh my god. <laughs> And then run and then come back here and quarantine for two. It would be a terrible. And no heckin' way am I getting on a transatlantic flight at this point. I mean, this is... So, oh, yeah. we'll get to that. So, I uh, I had been thinking I would like to try to run 100 miles again. I tried it last spring, like last, last spring, 2019. I tried to run the Keys 100 and uh, I made it 73 miles and then had to stop. There were a bunch of things. One, it's just hard to run that far, but I also made a real tactical error with my shoes, and I had nasty blisters before even 30 miles, which is not a thing I normally deal with. You cut holes in your shoes. I still have those shoes, and I have they have a lot of holes <laughs> in them because um, they, they were just, you know, I had run in training runs with them, but not in the heat and not far enough. Um, so that won't be a problem this time, but... Anyway, so I had been thinking, like, man, I'm doing all this training. I would be in really good shape to do a 100-miler in the fall. And the one that I would like to do is at the same race where I've done 100K. So it's a two-and-a-half-mile loop on, like, this equestrian property. You know, there's, like, horse trails and stuff. It has a super long time limit, which was also part of the problem at the Keys race. Like, Mm -hmm. I definitely won't run out of time here. Uh it's a really nice course. Like you go past your car every two and a half miles. Yeah, so it's, it's not, like, that's a good aid station. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like GR dad had to drive with me for the 73 miles and 22 hours that I was running. Leapfrogging. You did an amazing job. Uh, but thank you. You did all the hard work. I mean, my job was harder, but you were really perfect. Like you can, I, I don't know. Maybe you can't imagine how crabby a person gets when they're running hundred miles, especially after they've run like 40, uh, you, all of your abilities to be appropriate, patient, you, you, kind or depleted. You just got to, you need something, you want it. Yeah. You need, you need to get it. And I sort of warned GR dad ahead of time. I'm like, so here's the thing. Like if, like, if I show up and say, don't offer me anything, just don't, don't, just don't, just be silent. If I say no, I'm like, you can't take any of it personally because I just don't have the resources. That's right. You can't talk around it and set me up to say no and be nice about it and <laughs> let me down easy. You'll just be like, no, stay away from me. <laughs> and I'm Although like, you weren't, you weren't like that. 
I, I mean, I was trying really hard to be nice because even when I was in the worst mood, I was very grateful for your help. But you also were good. Like there were times where I was like, just don't talk to me. Yeah, I, I'm just going to have a coat. Like don't, and you did. And like in normal life, this wouldn't be a thing, right? You'd be like, well, can I get you this? Can I get you this? And <laughs> I know even in normal life, you find it a little irritating, but you can suppress it because you have more energy. <laughs> and I, they'd be like, don't talk to me. And you were, you just sat there. And if I'd be like, give me this, <laughs> you would, I mean, it was you my were, job. You I were, took my job very seriously. You did. I mean, he had all these maps printed out, even though it's just straight down the same, you know, the yeah. one road in the keys. All the paper. And I mean, I love paper, but it was like every parking lot is marked and you did great. there was things. I don't know. I thought, I felt like I needed all the info. Uh, I mean, it was incredible. You like, I could not have asked for a better crew than you were. You did a great job. I tried to have the car cold for you. And yeah. Ice for, your, ice for your bra. So ice for the sports bra, which I did every single time I saw you. Yeah. Uh, so in any case, I don't need a crew for this race because I just go past my own car every two and a half miles. Uh, and so the thing that kept me from signing up for it was not only seven marathon or five marathons in seven weeks, but the first of those was going to be the Boston Marathon, which like I really wanted to do well at. I trained a lot to do to run that race faster than I normally do. Like I was very committed to Boston and Boston was like three weeks after the hundred miler. And like, I may have been able, but I don't know. I may not have. And so, uh, I didn't sign up for it. And then when Boston, you know, Boston's supposed to be in the spring, it got postponed to September. And then when they canceled it, uh, like literally that day after crying, I signed up for the hundred miler because, <laughs> uh, hundred mile races, it may not surprise you. There are not a lot of people who run them. So they're very socially distanced. Uh, you don't see other people a lot of the time. But uh, there also aren't unlimited 100 milers that you would want to do. I mean, the ones that go up and down mountains aren't, I mean, that's a different yeah. kind of running. The no, trail that's running true. and the route jumping and the rock climbing. No, no, this this race is perfect. Like, I've done it. I know the course. Like, it's really easy to run on. You know, it rained a lot last time, but it can rain at any race. So... Uh, anyway, so I signed up for this race. It is Labor Day weekend. It's September 5th, I think, that Saturday. Starts on Saturday. I'll finish on Sunday. Uh, yeah, that's suddenly very soon. It's <laughs> August now. <laughs> it's like a month away. Uh, so I had, when I tried to run the Keys 100 and quit after 73 miles, I made a list. I wrote like a little medium post about it. And I made a list of like stuff I would have to do if I ever decide to attempt to run hundred miles again. And one of them is that I should weigh less. I am, I am absolutely in the normal weight range. I'm perfectly happy with what I look like. Uh, but I'm at the sort of heavier end of the normal weight range. And your dad always makes faces when I say this. And then you stop. I don't want, I don't want, no, all right, all right, all right. don't, don't make shit up. I don't feel bad about this. Uh, yeah, he always likes to go, it's because you're really strong. It's it's not. I literally got a printout from my doctor. It's not that. I was looking at the wrong thing, that printout. <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, so I'm off. I'm you off don't, this, you don't I'm need off. to try to make me feel better. I just pretend I'm doing the 100 miler and I'll be quiet now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in any case, yeah, like I eat plenty of cupcakes and, you know, so I'm perfectly healthy in my weight it's totally fine but i mean i could be 20 pounds lighter and then i would be on the skinny end of the normal spectrum and i 
don't really want to be on that end. But if I were lighter, that's less weight to carry around. And over 100 miles, it makes a big difference. Uh, and so I'm, I'm lighter than I was last year, which was like a month after Schmieg died. Um, but now I'm looking like if I were even a little bit lighter than that, it would sure be easier to run that race. And so uh, I only have a month left. So it's crunch time for many things. And so this we're recording this on August 1st. And this morning I got up and I was like, okay, I am a little bit panicked that this race is a month away. I mean, I feel like my training is good, but there's still there's stuff that I probably should have been doing that I haven't. Uh, Tabatas, like these high intensity workouts mm. that uh, really do a lot for kind of stability for me. But I also, I have time to drop some LBs. And so I, I announced for myself uh, dry August because sure will make it easier without any cocktails in there. So and then I said, we just bought a bunch of beer that I'm going to drink. <laughs> <laughs> so Jared is not participating in dry August. He's drinking a beer right now. Uh, this uh, weekend doesn't count. <laughs> you, you do whatever you want to do. Yeah, and the rules are being bent already uh, this end. These are your rules for yourself. I this got is, no rules for is, you. I can't deny myself snacks either. <laughs> My rules for myself are uh, no drinking in August. So, uh, yeah, my non-alcoholic cocktails were a complete failure on the last regular pod, but I'm going to make some more. We did, I made a bunch in January and was posting them. So I'll get some non-alcoholic beer. Those are that we've actually been dabbling. I've been dabbling in those more and more because sometimes it's nice to have something that tastes like a beer that doesn't make me super tired. This is not a thing I understand, but I, I know you do. You, I mean, when we get the non-alcoholic beer, you totally drink that all the time. Yeah, it's good. Yeah has the feeling of it's kind of like decaf coffee right i mean you still have the feeling of drinking coffee it's still got the ritual and but it doesn't have make me tired that's really the problem it makes me tired yeah so in any case um we'll be doing some non-alcoholic cocktails for the rest of the month if you'd like to join in on dry august with gr mom you can totally do that it'd be fun have some people do it with me first you have to start drinking so you can quit drinking you do not it's too oh. late because well, it's already August. Oh, never mind. Yeah. If you have never this been drinking... I'm not good at these events. <laughs> it's, you got it real easy. You just continue not drinking. Yeah. If they're you, like experts at that. Yeah. If, you, uh, if you're like, I'm not sure I could go a month without drinking, then you probably should try to go a month without drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're like, if you're not sure you can... It's a sign that maybe there's a problem. I, I have just, no question that I can. I mean, I just feel like there's all that beer in the fridge. It's you know, I like cleaning out the leftovers in the fridge. You can do whatever you regardless want, regardless of what it is. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's that's my plan. I hope it will make it a little easier for me to try to drop some pounds before this race. Both because I won't have the calories from the alcohol, and after I have a drink, especially if it's a strong drink, I am more likely to be like, "Fuck it, I'm having another cupcake." Where did those cheese curds go? <laughs> okay, so so that's dry August. Speaking of the ritual of coffee. Yes. Tell us about the butter coffee, Jared Dad. I tried. Somebody suggested I put butter in coffee. We I and, suggested it on the last pod. Well, yeah. I said people did it on the people last did podcast. It, and there were some some uh, uh, listeners who, who said that's good. I think someone called it bullet coffee. 
Hmm. Is that right? Am I no. recalling um, something else? I, I think you're mixing things up. Oh, yeah? In any case, you put butter in the coffee. In butter instead of cream or instead of milk. Yeah, we yeah. all know what it is. Tell us how it was. It was pretty good. <laughs> it intensifies the flavor of the coffee, I think. It doesn't have, it doesn't have a masking effect like milk does. Um, it works remarkably well. Interesting. Although I feel like upon reflection, I'm like taking a butter pat and eating it, which kind of defeats the whole purpose of drinking coffee and not, you know, soda or something. It definitely ups the calorie count. Yeah, yeah. It, there is a, there is a price to be paid, but it's well, it's tasty. It's fine. It's good. I mean, it's I, again. Normally, I just drink black coffee or coffee with with sugar or with uh, the yellow packet of non-sugar. Splenda. <laughs> Splenda. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not usually taking cream in my coffee, but sometimes I do. Yeah. So we are an American household, which means we have salted butter. Yeah. Um, does it taste salty? Does it make the coffee taste salty a lot? Maybe it's just so little. Maybe that's what the salt does. It 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 it, it reinforces flavor mm-hmm. anyway, right? And that's why it tastes more like coffee when you put that in there. I, I mean, it's not unpleasant. It was not bad. Ah, good. It was very interesting, and I'm, you know, probably don't have the vocabulary to say how interesting it was, but I would recommend it to people <laughs> who like <laughs> coffee and butter. Uh, does it, it taste buttery? No, I, and I and it could be dosage, right? I don't think I put too much in. You put the right amount in. Yeah. I watched you do it. You put the it was right like amount. Like a teaspoonful. Like yeah. yeah, a pat. Um, yeah, the idea is not like pour in some melted it, butter. It doesn't taste buttery the way if you put in milk in a coffee, it tastes like milk, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't have that independent flavor. It's very interesting. I'll, I'll probably keep messing with it because people were saying use a different kind of butter. Some people said use goat butter. Goat butter and an immersion blender. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there are refinements of this. I was just stirring it with a spoon. Quack, uh, quack just go get the ball. As one does. Sorry. <laughs> quack still does the thing where he puts the ball <laughs> three inches from his head and then growls at it. Like it's going to magically, well, for him, it does, doesn't it? Mm -hmm, Because we kick it and it gets to him (laughs) magically. Clock, you're smarter than you look. All right. Well, so So, we'll report more on your coffee butter adventures. Coffee butter is, uh, I think, was a success. I'll put goat butter on the grocery list for this week. Um, We made it through mini season. Yeah, but look, let's let's stick on the food topic for a minute. Um, I ordered some cheese curds from Wisconsin. Yes. I mean... Cheese curds are delicious. I know. They're little bits of cheddar cheese that are, what, bean size kind of bits. They're, I mean, they're bigger than a bean. Yeah. Yeah. But they're yeah. delicious. So uh, they came, like you, I'd been looking around. I was going to order some from Mars Cheese Castle, which you totally know if you live near the Illinois, Wisconsin border. Is it border. a real castle? It is. It is shaped <laughs> like a castle. Uh, it's awesome and they have a ton of different kinds of cheese there it's like a cheese warehouse like a costco with just cheese man it's great like children's palace this is like cheese palace yeah marsh cheese castle uh and so the problem was that it was going to cost like a hundred bucks because you had to buy like a decent amount of cheese but then the shipping was like insanely expensive fly it down themselves <laughs> and so i looked at some other places and it was all you know gonna be like 80 bucks 
And I'm like, eight bucks for cheese curds? What are you crazy? They and Uber then it. I found this random Wisconsin cheese site, and it's like the cheese curds, whatever, were 20 bucks. The shipping was $5. And I'm like, there's no possible way that's going to cover even their packaging. What's the catch? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'm out 25 bucks if this doesn't work, right? Like, let's see what happens. And it, I have no idea how they're making any money on it. It came like in a cooler with like cool, cold packs. Yeah, the packaging like, is way more than five bucks. UPS two day. I, I think the shipping alone cost more than I paid for everything. I have no idea. Cost them. You only paid five bucks. I only paid five yeah. bucks, but I think it cost more than 25 bucks to get that package to me, which was the total of what I paid. I don't understand. Mm. But in any case, we got our cheese curds. Um, they, were, they were definitely not melted. They weren't chilly. Yeah. And I think it took some of the squeak out of them. Because if you have a good cheese curd, they're squeaky. Kind of like halloumi. That's what, squeaky. You, that's what you search for in a cheese curd is the squeaky. Because yeah. I've had even fairground battered cheese curds that squeak. Yeah. So these these were almost squeaky. Like you could you would get hints of squeak. Yeah. But I'm guessing that's from the shipping. The memory of squeak. Yeah, the memory of squeak. Uh, so we've had some raw cheese curds, and then I also beer battered and deep fried some for lunch. Those were great. That was very delicious. Yeah, it was real tasty. It was a process. I mean, it's it's over investing in those little cheese nubs, but it tastes real good at the end. Yeah, I mean, I made us each eight fried cheese curds because it was it was heckin' lunch. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to fry up a pound of cheese curds. Because then, I mean, I would probably eat the pound of yeah. cheese curds because they don't keep. No. If you've never had fried cheese curds, it's in the direction of like a mozzarella stick. Um, but they're typically beer battered. I mean, some people will bread them like a mozzarella stick, but typically it's beer battered. So it gets kind of puffy around the outside. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, you know, they're little balls instead of like a string cheese stick. Yeah. But it's, you know, melty cheese inside a fried breading. Man, go to the Wisconsin State Fair or the Minnesota State Fair. They got great cheese curd art. If you want to be properly Midwestern, you might dip those in some ranch. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Delish. Yeah. We didn't. Yeah. We just ate them. I think I went to the Minnesota State Fair once, and they had the the butter sculptures of the Dairy Queens. Yeah. I think that's what they call them, Dairy Queens. Mm-hmm. Not the not the restaurant, but these were oh. <laughs> high school age kids who were chosen to be the Dairy Queens yeah. and, and princesses. Then, I think probably they had she had a court of princesses. There was and then one you Dairy get your Queen. bust carved in butter. And then the butter's in a refrigerated glass enclosure, and it's a little unnerving to see <laughs> a human portrait sculpture of a human in. What is butter? Clearly butter. Yeah. Like you could smear it on your bread, put it on toast, but it's a sculpture. It is. That was a little weird. Yeah. But it's a thing. And then they got, you know, cheese curds. Yeah. Lots of dairy up there. Yep. Yep. Uh, so here's a, a random other thing that we could think about and maybe take some listener feedback on. So someone today had, like I had made a post on my running account and uh, they had asked where I get my running skirts, which people ask me a lot. And I get them. Because they're great. They're, they're pretty great. I got a good great. collection. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I said, you know, they're from runningskirts.com. All of them are from there. But I buy most of them on Poshmark because they're like, you know, it's like $45 to buy one new. 
this is a lot of money. Like you can go on Poshmark, you get them for like 10 bucks, usually new with the tag still on. Um, though I cut all, like, if there's a liner or shorts or anything, I cut those out. Like I just wear the skirt part. Yeah, you, um, don't, you don't leave the built-in underpants in there. Yeah, some have like shorts, like spandex shorts. Some have underpants, but I I have my own bottoms that I wear underneath. So I cut that out so it doesn't really matter if they're worn or not but it's like uh so i was like yeah you know i get them on poshmark because it's way cheaper and someone's like you should just write like a manual of like how to do life and i was like gr mom's guide to happiness but i was thinking actually it would be fun to have like a podcast segment especially because many of our listeners are younger than us on like the gr guide to not fucking your life up slash happiness oh advice that like advice from uh, from your elders (laughs) I mean, I'm good at this. This is like dad stuff. Uh, like a little bit. Like we certainly could talk finances in a way that would have been really helpful to me when I was younger, right? Not that I ever like got in big financial trouble, but just like talking through some of this stuff, I think could be useful and yeah. how to have and since we stuff that one's parents, I'm thinking back, don't really explain to you like how to live. Yeah. They don't sit you down and go here's how to do a checking account here's i mean i'm old when you balance your checking account no but parents don't explain that to you they yeah just i mean you go, don't do that anymore they just kind of go here you go and good luck but yes there are a lot of those kinds of things and like yeah. how how to buy good clothes used and like i've got a ton of tips on like the hustle like if you're into like the grind and the hustle like which i totally am right like oh my so God. we were listening to conan the conan podcast yeah um, and who is the girl from that 70s show woman married to Ashton Kutcher? Mia Kunis. Mila Kunitz. Mi- Mila Kunitz. I yeah. Her name is. She's very, yes. very nice. She very nice. was on there and it was amazing. And I feel like if she and I met, we would absolutely be best friends right off. Cause she's talking about like when she was on that 70s show. Right. So she's making real money. Successful she's, TV show, many seasons, big cast. And she's yeah. in high school. Right. So she's like going to high school. She's on this show. She's like making real money. And she's like, yeah, my friend and I would like print T-shirts, you know, like and this was the thing you could do in the 90s and like early 2000s, bootleg yes. T-shirts. Right. So we'd like print you know, logos of whatever Star Wars, like Coca-Cola you know, on T-shirts and then like sell them to people maybe they're selling him on ebay to like make money on the side and conan's like you were on that 70s show right like yeah. you make tens of thousands of dollars maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars you're selling bootleg t-shirts and she's like yeah it always is doing this stuff like she because because you never know when the money runs out right? yeah I mean, she yeah. really had that that spirit she and she's still like this <laughs> drove like a clunker car for a long time yeah. and was just like can't rely on this income but also but there it's not even that i mean maybe that but it's much more just like there's people who who have the hustle and like it right like there's an opportunity to do thing i can make some side money here like not that you're going to do everything right. but you're always looking for like what are those opportunities i am totally like that and yeah. so and it's it's weird now because like the stuff i do on the side pays a lot of money Right. Like I have my regular salary as a professor, but like the, you know, the legal stuff I do on the side, the speaking I do on the side, like it pays an insane amount of money. Uh, I, we could live just fine and comfortably and happily on my professor salary. 
And then I got this other stuff that we also could live fine on um, what I make for that. And I still am selling my used clothes on <laughs> eBay and Poshmark and, uh, and like all this stuff, which is sort of like how I was able to support myself and kind of get by okay when I was making, you know, $20,000 a year yeah. as a graduate student. And uh, I'm you know. sure there would be demand for the hustle. Yeah, yeah. So just like thinking about and you know, the opportunities for that sort of hustle and like the money that you can make. Uh and this doesn't all have to be finance, right? But this is stuff where it's like I you know, sometimes people who are, you know, GR fans or whatever will message me and they'll just be like, you know, I'm nineteen, right? I'm living with my parents, it's terrible. Uh, you know, I I don't have a car, I can't do this, like I have no idea what to do with myself, right? And they, they kind of like, JR mom, like, can you help me? And I'm like, okay, like you gotta sign up for this website and this website and this website, and you do this thing, and then you do this other thing and make an account here and this thing. And and I'm like, I've, you know, over the course of time kind of figured out all this stuff and these are the ones that scams, these aren't. This is, you know, I have done this one before and paid for a vacation from it and like you could do that. Uh, so I think it would just be interesting to, you know, not just the finance stuff, but kind of like all the stuff we do to kind of make life better and happier that we maybe didn't know when we were kind of getting started with things. We're frankly in our 30s, right? Yeah. Uh, so that well, could and be a lot of what you do is actually easier because it's on online. You can use like information or you know opportunities online like that kind of stuff right but also like here's when to know to dump your significant other <laughs> like we both kind of sucked at that but yeah. we now have some good insight it's into a, it's always hindsight it's always hindsight and yeah don't, don't trust your friends because they won't tell you no but like you know we could totally talk about like if we could go back and talk to our previous selves and be like look my friend yeah. When this thing starts happening, like, that is the time to go. Like, when they start reading your text messages, it's time to break up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I think it could be interesting. So, so you know, I talked a little bit about finances here, but I'm not talking about, like, the GR Mom and Dad finance corner. Just, like, in general, like, life advice that we may be able to provide that's helpful. Because our life is, you know, even with the, you know, crap that's going on in the world, like, we've managed to set up a pretty peaceful happy comfortable dog-filled dog-filled life with ourselves where we can you know also you know do work and support lots of things in the world that we care about uh so if we can share tips we can totally work some of those in so if there's stuff that you want to know i mean how to get a lot of dogs is actually pretty easy um but you have to have a lot of other stability in order to have a lot of dogs I mean, you just get a lot of dogs, and then you have a lot of dogs. But yeah, um, it's a bit circular. Cause dogs make you more stable too, because they limit the <laughs> amount of bouncing around you can do, and you can't true. travel, and you got to have regular hours, etc. Et yeah, yeah. So anyway, if there's stuff you want us to talk about, uh, you know, drop us a tweet or a DM, and uh, maybe we'll s sneak some stuff into future podcasts, either bonus episodes or if we have a short ruled podcast we can throw yeah maybe a bonus episode if people don't want to get preached at they can skip it <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> i mean i was thinking should we i mean we can talk about it right to make it a regular feature as part of the podcast because that could be like 
tip of the week. GR Mom's hustle of the week. But that'll spread it out. You know, we'll never, you know, people have to listen for like a year until they get anything useful. I mean, that could be okay. They're listening anyway. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, That's a good idea. It's a project for you. It's a project. You know, it'd be fun. I think it'd be I like giving advice. It's much easier than doing it yourself. Yeah. Do you want me to give you some advice? Sure. I don't have any for you right now. You're doing a great job. Stop petting guac under the table. Uh, You know, I think this is working out. He's not growling. He looks happy. He looks relaxed, I would say. (laughs) He's got that (laughs) saggy-eyed look. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. All right. I mean, I think that's it. Like, our conk stories can go in the rules episode. We talked about mini season on the other podcast. We did? Afterwards or before? (sighs) Go ahead and tell... It wasn't that bad this time. There aren't that many people in the keys. <laughs> okay. But there are people at midnight with bright lights totally and boats. It's, it's terrible. I don't like it. Remember I said we were going to set up a bail fund for <laughs> yes. years? Yeah. It still might have to happen. I've been pretty restrained. There's been people in our backyard, and I have, I have not unleashed guac on them or anything like that. Paddled out to them and berated them. I'm not going to be that guy. That's good. God, I wanted though. <laughs> I would like to. It's just hard to escape if you're in a paddle in a kayak. If you do something inappropriate, it's like, you know, then you're just like slowly leaving. <laughs> Can't run away or drive away. No dramatic exits. Huh. Yeah, that's what happens. Okay. All right. Anything else? All right, your time's nothing, up. Nothing you would find interesting. Let's yeah, you way. can't be boring. It has to be interesting. Yeah, there's nothing interesting. Okay, well, there you go. Bonus episode of the pod. With ideas. We got, we got ideas. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back in a few days with rules episode. Until then, wear your mask and don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Yeah, don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Yes. <laughs> 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 okay. Bye. Bye.